1: Hey, we're about to do the show. What do you got there? I
2: printed out this email that I got from my great aunt.
0: Oh, that's
1: nice.
2: No, no, it's not. It's not? Find out why I'm upset. I'm Zach. And I'm Jesse. You're watching In Depth. On Now You Know.
1: listen up folks that cool raffle we've been telling you about all summer the one to win a deluxe tesla or a rivian r1t truck well it's almost here it's sponsored by our friends at secan action fund
2: and there's less than a thousand tickets left unsold and those tickets are going fast so if you've been putting off buying a ticket or you want to buy an extra one to up your odds you better act fast
1: now the drawing is next friday september 9th a r- reminder here secan action fund went out and bought a launch edition rivian r1t so you can get the keys the day of of the drawing. Well, the fob. The winner can also choose a luxury Tesla instead, with a whopping
2: $135,000 in credits to play with, plus all state and federal taxes
1: are paid for. All this for a ticket price of just $200. Visit evraffle.org to take advantage of ridiculously good odds to win.
2: All proceeds help Seacan Action Fund promote clean energy in the fight against bigger heat waves, floods, and other impacts from climate
1: change. We've certainly seen a lot of those this summer. Again, tickets are going fast and the drawing is just days away. Buy your tickets at evraffle.org. Your odds may never be better.
2: Zach and I have been reporting on EVs for years and because of our awesome community of patrons and viewers, we get to see pretty much everything that's going on in the EV world.
1: Yeah, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We see it all because you share it all with us. And we wouldn't
2: want it any other way, but it does mean that we see our fair share of this.
1: Yeah, this is an email, like many others before it, that has been making its way around the interwebs. Many of you have shared it with us, and it's very similar to many other emails that have been circulating for years.
2: And the gist of it is that EVs are bad. Don't be fooled.
1: And you know what? Many of you have asked us to debunk these emails, so today we are. But first, unfortunately,
2: if you're going to debunk something, you have to read it. So here goes. And remember, this isn't us saying it. This is just some moron. Here we go.
1: As an engineer, I love electric vehicle technology. However, I have been troubled by the fact that the electrical energy to keep the batteries charged has to come from the grid, and that means more power generation and a huge increase in the distribution infrastructure. Whether generated from coal, gas, oil, wind, or sun, install generation capacity is limited. If electric cars do not use gasoline, they will not be paying a gasoline tax on every gallon sold for automobiles, which was enacted to maintain our roads and bridges. They will use the roads, but they will not pay for their maintenance okay i just want to stop there this is how it was formatted sounds written we're just reading okay back back to it back to it. in case you were thinking of buying hybrid or an electric car ever since the advent of electric cars the real cost per mile of those things has never been discussed all you ever heard was that the mile per gallon in terms of gasoline with nary a mention of the cost of electricity to run it electricity has to be one of the least efficient ways to power things yet they're being shoved down our throats glad somebody finally put engineering and math to paper. If you really intend to adopt electric vehicles, you will face certain realities. For example, a home charging system for a Tesla requires 75-amp service. The average house is equipped with 100-amp service. On a small street, approximately 25 homes, the electrical infrastructure would be unable to carry more than three houses with a single Tesla each. For even half the homes to have electric vehicles, the system would be wildly overloaded. This is the elephant in the room with electric vehicles. Our residential infrastructure cannot bear the load. By the way, I'm throwing up in my mouth as I read this mm. if you want to argue with the green person over cars that are eco-friendly just read the following note if you are a green person read it anyway it's enlightening Eric Tess drove the Chevy Volt at the invitation of General Motors and he writes for four days in a row the fully charged battery lasted only 25 miles before the Volt switched to the reserve gasoline engine Eric calculated the car got 30 miles per gallon, including the 25 miles it ran on the battery. So the range, including the 9-gallon gas tank and the 16-kilowatt-hour battery, is approximately 270 miles. It will take you 4.5 hours to drive 270 miles at 60 miles an hour. Then add 10 hours to charge the battery and you have a total trip time of 14.5 hours. In a typical road trip, your average speed, including charge time, would be 20 miles per hour. According to General Motors, the Volt battery holds 16 kilowatt-hours of energy. It takes a Full 10 hours to charge a drained battery. The cost for the electricity to charge the vault is never mentioned, so I looked up what I pay for electricity. I pay approximately, it varies with the amount used in the seasons, $1.16 per kilowatt hour. 16 kilowatt hours times $1.16 per kilowatt hour equals $18.56 to charge the battery. $18.56 per charge divided by 25 miles equals 74 cents per mile to operate the vault using the battery. Compare this to a similar sized car with a gasoline engine that gets only 32 miles per gallon. $3.19 per gallon divided by 32 miles per gallon equals 10 cents per mile. The gasoline-powered car costs about $25,000 while the Volt costs $46,000 plus. So the Canadian government wants loyal Canadians not to do the math, but simply pay twice as much for a car that costs more than 7 times as much to run and takes 3 times longer to drive across the country. Wake up, North America. Okay. This has to be some of the weakest arguments I've ever heard ever. okay so i'm
2: just gonna start here let's start with one of one of the earlier things that this person says okay electricity has to be one of the least efficient ways to power things yet they're being shoved on our throats okay so this is easily verifiably false almost any way you slice it uh, my model 3 uses roughly 250 watt hours per mile a single gallon of gasoline has 36 kilowatt hours of energy so that's 36,000 watt hours of electricity in one gallon of gas and even a super efficient gas car at 36 miles a gallon would be using about one mile per kilowatt hour or a thousand watt hours per mile which is four times as much energy to go the same distance as
1: the tesla which by the way also ignores all the energy needed to refine the gasoline in the first place but we'll get into that in a minute
2: so a great first unsubstantiated claim here by our author
1: next up For example, a home charging system for a Tesla requires 75 amp service. Absolute bullshit.
2: Okay, I charge my car off a regular wall outlet. It draws 15 amps off a 110 volt circuit. Maximum. That is 1.5 kilowatts. You can upgrade the charger to a 20 or 30 amp 220 volt service. That is going to be your typical level two charger. That is a 6.6 kilowatt circuit if you want that. And that would charge... Most vehicles overnight, no problem.
0: A 75-amp circuit is complete
2: overkill. It was only possible with the very first Model S's. I think Tesla didn't even know. They were like, well, some people might want to charge in two hours. You do not need that. It's stupid. And that's why Tesla has done away with onboard chargers that can even handle that kind of juice, because of course no one's gonna devote a 75 amp circuit in their house to power their car.
1: The letter goes on to only talk about the Chevy Volt, which is not a great example of an EV. Since it's a plug-in hybrid, with a
2: relatively tiny battery. But I want to even go beyond this because let me defend the Volt here for a minute. Uh, Many of the numbers that they're using in regards to it are very dubious. It sounds like it was written seven to 10 years ago.
1: Yeah. And all the facts are wrong about how long it takes to charge. Well, they're uh, saying
2: like, oh, on a road trip, you'd have to spend 10 hours to charge. No, that's the beauty of the Volt is you would just fill it up with gasoline. So uh, no. And then, you know, it would take three times as long to take a road trip. That's not true of any vehicle that we're talking about.
1: Also, their price of electricity in the letter is unheard of. They claim $1.16 per kilowatt hour, which is astronomical.
2: Yeah, we pay around 22 cents per kilowatt hour here in Massachusetts, and that is very high to the rest of the United States. The average in the U.S. is 16 cents per kilowatt hour. That's a dollar
1: less than what
2: this bozo's saying.
1: Maybe they're cherry picking Hawaiian energy rates.
2: No, I checked. Rates in Hawaii average around 38 cents per kilowatt
1: hour. So, I mean, the only halfway decent argument in this whole letter, in my opinion, is that EVs don't pay gas taxes.
2: But the letter doesn't mention how gas taxes aren't put directly towards our bridges and roads anyway, uh, nor do they mention that the gas tax hasn't been raised since 1993. not even to match inflation meaning that my whole lifetime as inflation and as uh, gas prices have been going up uh, gas taxes have becoming a smaller and smaller percentage of the price of gas
1: and becoming a smaller and more meaningless portion of tax revenue also they forgot to mention that many states have already put in place ev registration taxes to make up for the lack of gas taxes so this concern has already been addressed.
2: But I wanna get back to a point that I think gets completely missed by people because they don't understand how gasoline gets made.
1: Yeah, if you're gonna say that EVs are bad, you have to also look at ice or internal combustion engine vehicles and talk about what powers them. Gasoline.
2: To make gasoline, you need to drill oil out of the ground, you need to move it by pipeline or tanker to a refinery, and there you have to refine it.
1: And how do you refine gasoline, you might ask? You have to superheat oil and process it, which takes energy. A lot of energy.
2: In fact, according to the Department of Energy, refiners used 47 terawatt hours of electricity to produce gasoline from 5.3 billion barrels of oil. So yes, EVs use electricity, but weirdly enough... So do ice cars. It takes 11% of our energy needs just to discover, mine, refine and
1: transport fossil fuels. And it doesn't just take electricity to refine oil into gasoline. That's
2: right. They actually have to burn oil and natural gas to heat up the oil to refine it into gasoline. It's crazy, right? You have to burn fossil fuels to make the fossil fuels that you then will burn.
1: in your car. When people talk about tailpipe emissions for gas cars, they never address the emissions created by refining the fuels. They somehow get to ignore that and instead make the argument against EVs only.
2: Right, they get to say, hey, well, you know, just cause an EV doesn't have a uh, tailpipe emissions, that doesn't mean that it doesn't emit and it, or it uses energy. And then they get to, and they say, well, a gas car burns this. They never happen to mention what happens at the refinery where electricity is used and also oil and gas are burned in order to heat up the oil to refine it.
1: The fossil fuel industry
2: makes so much money. In the U.S. last year, just four companies had a profit of $75 billion. Profit. And they don't just make that money by being good capitalists. They get government subsidies. In 2020, the fossil fuel industry globally received 59 Trillion dollars in government handouts. They only need to use a small portion of this money to control the narrative. The same narrative that is in that letter we just read, that EVs are bad. Now, does this mean that the person who sent that email works for an oil company? Probably not, no. But the arguments that they are passing along definitely came from oil companies.
1: These letters are always full of so much unsubstantiated crap, and they are so misleading and full of FUD, fear,
2: uncertainty, and doubt. And that is their only purpose, to get you worried about our clean, sustainable electric future. Because when you're worried, you'll be paralyzed with fear, and that's where they want you. Every day that they can keep you from trying an EV is another day of profits for them. So the next
1: time you get one of these emails or see this argument on your social media feed, don't pass it along. Instead, send them this video so that we can help educate people about the truth. Now you know. Thanks so much for watching Now You Know. We work hard to bring you videos about things that we think you'll find useful, but we need to know from you what you want to see, so leave your comments below. Also, don't forget to go over to our Patreon page, where for as little as a buck a month, you can watch our Patreon bonus story every week on Tesla Time News. Thanks again. We'll see you soon.